Warning, this podcast is a safe space for all individuals to freely express themselves in the sexiest way possible. Any information or advice provided comes from our own experiences and in no means should be taken as professional advice. We respect each individual and their experiences and have zero tolerance for any rude or unsolicited behaviour. Hi guys, welcome to Project Sweet Loud Untamed Tarts, or as we know it, Project Slut. 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 I'm a slut. Project Slut, the show that educates and entertains all things sex in an inclusive and positive way. Let's put power back into being a slut and fight back slut shaming with your host. Hey guys, it's Montana. I'm kind of taking over right now, so I'm going to be discussing poly relationships and open relationships. So let's start with Lavi. So today we're talking about polyamory and open relationships because I felt it's something that needs to be more discussed in general. I think there is not a lot of media out there that covers polyamory or open relationships and what people get from it is always like polygamist cult guys. This is my attempt to help people feel a bit more normalized about these sort of relationships and I was actually in one for a very very long time and so I thought I would share my experience and my story with you and I thought who better to share it with than with the person I actually shared those experiences with hello <laughs> thanks for help thanks for coming on and um helping me with this today no problem this is probably like the best opportunity for people to know what it's like in a polyamorous relationship than to talk to two people who are actually in one and i'd say we were pretty successful yeah I, i'd like to think that it worked out very well for us i think it was our polyamorous years were probably better than our monogamous years in my own personal so i was very young when we met i was 18 just turned 18 pretty much i was yeah and we were together for just over six and a half years yeah very fucking long time jesus christ yeah it was longer than school the relationship didn't feel like a chore it was just something we were both happy to be in it do you remember when i first brought up polyamory to you do you remember when that was that was so it would have been about halfway through our relationship we were driving and then you mentioned it. I mean, I was a very, very insecure person. I was extremely jealous. Like, I remember there were times where we would be out clubbing and my crazy Pisces in me, <laughs> I would just be thinking you're going to the toilet to cheat on me, even though you were just going to take a piss. Like, I would be so insecure about you going to the bathroom. No, I'm not going to say clean, but you did have a few issues that we had to work <laughs> through. It, it, more than a few but i mean so does a lot of people have lots of issues and insecurities and you're yeah. young in relationships you know you don't know how to navigate things quite an insecure person and there were some things that i wanted to explore and i thought we were lacking in our relationship and at the time i was studying sexology at Curtin. the tutor was a sex therapist and a sexologist educator we were talking about the different types of relationships people have and I think one of the reasons why I was so insecure was because I thought that you were going to leave me like physical intimacy. You were going to go find someone else. And that was going to be the reason why you left me for no reason. You actually gave me no reason to think that that was just my own issues that I have had. Everyone's got a bit of baggage. We had the suggestion to try polyamory and open relationships because exclusivity and commitment are two different things. Exclusivity to me is like you're taking one path 
and you're only doing that with one person. Mm. Whereas a commitment is you're, you're loyal to something. And I was committed to you. I was loyal to our relationship. And so I thought, how about we just be exclusive in certain ways and not exclusive in other ways? Yeah, for me, I, I actually didn't think about this sort of stuff until you brought it up to me. And so what was your initial reaction when I didn't bring up open relationships and polyamory to you? Very surprised because as, as you have been saying, you were very sort of insecure, jealous person. So I was careful in what I was doing. Not, not to my own detriment. Yeah, very surprising that you brought it up. And so when I actually thought about it, I was like, this could be very beneficial and not, not for myself, but for you as well. Yeah. It sounded scary because you don't know where it, it's uncharted territory and for the relationship. So we, we started off with like a trial sort of basis. Yeah. And we did say that if it doesn't work, we're just going to scrap it and just go back to yep. whatever we were. Like we weren't going to let it affect our relationship. We weren't going to let it end our relationship. How would you describe our rules and boundaries for our relationship? Well, from an external uh, view, it would be more classified as like an open relationship rather than a polyamorous one because a lot of people think polyamory is literally having multiple girlfriends at once. But polyamory is more like an overarching umbrella of all these different types of There's a lot of different open terms. relationships, yeah. Yeah, so we set our own boundaries and rules. Um, that worked for us very well. I think they worked very well. I think our rules worked well. But know that your that you, in my case, were the one I wanted to be with. So we were more, I'd like to say, romantically exclusive, but we weren't sexually exclusive. Yes, that, that's more accurate. And we had a don't ask, don't tell policy. Yeah, so whenever you uh, would find someone I didn't want to know, and I still don't want to know, like it's, it's, it's all, yeah, and it doesn't affect like my feelings or my um curiosities i don't need them satisfied it's um, really good to note that before polyamory even at just the person you are you are not a jealous person you are no. not a possessive type you're actually the very opposite and i feel like you always have been oh yeah and that did bother me a little bit i mean it does bother you when a guy isn't jealous you kind of want them to be a little bit although it's kind of not a good it's not a good thing but you kind of want them to be like oh that's mine now so so one of the main reasons why i'm not a jealous person and it's going to come off really self-centered and um a bit dickish but i am so confident in who i am and fair what what i'm about that other people's influence have to be pretty significant for me to doubt it I like that. Confidence is key. Yeah. Um, so, so we had, yes, we had don't ask or tell. Um, you weren't a jealous person, so you never really asked me. Um, I didn't need to know, so I didn't want to take the risk. Yeah. Um, um, so we, we kept it on a, on a need-to-know basis. Um, a couple of years in, we did have to end up disclosing it to a fair more few more people than we wanted to but i think that was mostly because it's not circumstantial it was circumstantial and it was planned. kind of that thing where you didn't want the other people on the outside to think that we were betraying each other's trust and cheating on each other yeah because that was not what was happening at all yeah because it, it did happen once where someone we knew saw it thought it was like oh god they're cheating on them i gotta tell and then when it did brought up it's like okay we have to 
we have to disclose this now. (laughs) Yeah. So one of the things about being polyamorous is that I kind of felt like we were alone in it. There was not really anyone that we knew that was young and in sort of open relationships. You sort of see a lot of it on Instagram or um, social media. Because Perth is so isolated from the rest of the world, it always feels like it happens everywhere else but Perth. We ended up attending hedonism events together um, with a few friends and it was our first experience together. And while we were there, we met so many other polyamorous couples, so many different people who were in different types of ethical non-monogamous relationship and they were all around the same age as us and it felt like wow we actually aren't alone there are a lot of people like us yeah it was it was a big culture shock so how did you find meeting people that were also of the same sort of situations as you and being as like-minded as you were in polyamory and open relationships i found it very relieving because i knew that if there was something that i was struggling with and that i felt very awkward if i wanted to bring it up with you i could get advice from other people or outside sources because you always want to gain a bigger picture in your experience being polyamorous and being in an open relationship what were the things that you did like and what were the things that you didn't like kind of like a pros and cons what i did like was the fact that i could go out just have fun and be myself i love i like to flirt and so being able to go out and not have to worry that i'm being disloyal or unfaithful because we had clear defined rules um i knew where i what i was able to do some of the cons or what i didn't like not not too much to be honest but i was very happy with how good because we determined what we wanted out of it from very early on and i feel like it, it achieved what i expected it there was mostly benefits that came from being polyamorous is it something that you would try again in another relationship and what were kind of the things that you enjoyed about it that's if you ever did this again genuinely be something that i would try again in other relationships because i felt it was very beneficial for my own personal growth as well as the growth of the relationship and just the amount of openness and honesty that it brought forth in the relationship was you can't put a price to that that was so helpful in getting through a lot of issues and so it's definitely something that i would try try again and bring up another partner polyamory isn't for everybody some no. people can't do it those who can those who are interested you know you're not alone there are so many people in your community try going to events try looking up other people who do put themselves out there as polyamorous couples because you never know this might be the kind of relationship you need to grow i mean a lot of people have issues in their relationships and a lot of those issues are just within themselves and i found my for myself personally that polyamory and being in an open relationship i kind of discovered what i really needed from a partner and what i didn't need from a partner it's something i definitely would recommend to other people it just depends on the different couples i mean it's not for each individual couple it sometimes it might not it might have not worked for you in one relationship it might work for you in the next one yeah it, it all depends on a person-to-person basis because some people can't um, handle the jealousy or the negative things that come from sharing another person with other people but i think the beautiful thing about polyamory is that you can define your own relationship and at the end of the day the most important thing is that the two people that are in the relationship are the ones affected and no one else's opinions really should matter yeah i agree with that completely like in our relationship we had the um 
don't ask, don't tell agreement. And in other relationships, they want to know everyone who you're thinking about getting with. And that's completely fine as well. You determine your own level of polyamory, I guess. You set your own rules. That allows you to take ownership of it as well. So you feel like it's your relationship and you've, you've defined what you want out of your own relationship, which is also very important. As long as you're communicating, those rules can change mm. to suit them. Yeah, because as you, as you grow, the relationship grows and the rules grow. Yeah, it's been really nice chatting to you and I'm really grateful that you were letting me interview you and prod you about our relationship. <laughs> part of being on this podcast is being open and part of it is being open about my own life and sharing my own experiences because to get more people to stop slut shaming we need to be more open with topics and we need to normalize things and like we mentioned before we were so in the dark about anyone else that was in our community and it turns out there was so many people Mm. that were just like us i'm glad that you decided to come on and talk about it as well and kind of expose that little bit aside that we kept hidden for so long (laughs) well it's always it's always good to talk about it when it comes from your own personal experience because you can always hear, like, read stories, hear stories, but now experiencing it myself, knowing that the community's there to support you. And because everyone's dynamics different, everyone's stories and experiences are going to be different. And, you know, I'm hoping that maybe someone out there is in the same situation as us and, you know, they are thinking about being open or being poly with their partner or something they want to explore. And I can only hope that, you know, we make them feel a bit more normal than we felt. Yeah. And if you want to approach it with your partner, I would I would suggest do your research first and be prepared that it's not going to start off well. Suggesting to a monogamous relationship that, oh, why don't we try seeing other people very much sounds like wanting to break up. Yeah. I think if you are on the reciprocate end, if so, if your partner ever approaches you, in a way, obviously everyone's different, but if they approach you and they say they want to try polyamory or being in an open relationship, I think the only advice I can give you is don't take it to heart. It's not them wanting to break up. For the most part of it, just be open. And start start small. Start small. As well. Communicate a lot. Don't dive in the deep end of a pool when you don't know how to swim. <laughs> exactly. It's been really nice chatting to you. Thank you for letting me talk about us. Oh, always a pleasure. What, do you do this with all your exes? Do you go on and talk about your relationships with them? Oh, God, no. (laughs) It's story time. I don't know where Lavinia's gone, so I'm kind of taking over right now. So, story time. Um, So, last weekend, I had a DM from an absolute babe from Instagram. And she hit me up, had a bit of a cheeky chat and she noticed that i was into a bit of kink and things like that like she follows me and all these things won't won't you know disclose the name but yeah so she came over to my house um we had some drinks had like a little cheese ball little like wine things like that and um yeah one of her requests was like do you do like golden showers and i was like yeah like 100 percent. like i'm so down for that and she's like, yeah, like, I'd love for you to pee on me. Like, that would be such a turn on. So I was like, yeah, cool, let's do it. Um, is there anything else? Um, and she said, no, like, do whatever. Like, you can, like, restrain me. Like, tie me up. Like, just use me as your doll. And I'm like, all right, cool. Give me four reins here. That's all right. So what I did was we started with what I like to call like a 50 shades of gray massage so essentially what that is is you know you like blindfold them um you put 
their like hands like above their head and you like either tie them with like like cuffs or like handcuffs or like some kind of like satin lace so we started with a little bit of a massage gave her a bit of like a body slide which if people don't know what a body slide is is essentially like a yoga pose like a downward dog but you're essentially like you know pushing up against the body and um like kind of like massaging with like your like you know body and breasts essentially so we did that and then i gave her a few little spanks with my whip and a bit, bit of a paddle and then yeah took her to the shower and yeah peed on her and she got so freaking aroused from it and she had the best time and said please do that again like let me know when you're free and i was like this is crazy like holy hell like how did this happen like this is amazing so yeah guys that's my story hope you had fun today we're going to be discussing poly relationships and open relationships and all the struggles and, and like as like downsides to it pretty hot topic talk about the good sides too right I mean, yeah, of course, of course, the good sides. But yeah. um, yeah, I think definitely we'll start with like I think some of the struggles. So you put um, you put a question up on your Instagram this week, asking people to send their thoughts and mm-hmm. you know questions and all that sort of stuff on polyamory and ethical non-monogamy. So do you want to tell us some of the things that you got? Yeah, so I actually got so many responses. Like I literally posted it and like my little caption was like let's talk about the downsides and struggles you've come across you know if you're in an open relationship or if you're in like a poly relationship or like you were in one which are anonymous so one of the first responses was personal boundaries when engaging with other partners hashtag emotional cheating okay Mm. so they're talking one of the downsides of polyamory is crossing boundaries I think so, yeah. So, I mean, not having that discussion properly with that partner and then your partner do something that you clearly haven't brought up as a concern, I would, you know, say that as like emotional cheating. Maybe in that terms, they're thinking like, oh, I've given my partner free reign to, you know, fuck whoever they want, but maybe Mm. they're talking to someone on the side or they're like calling someone. I mean, I would count that as emotional cheating. I think so as well. So that was pretty an interesting one. What else did you get? Um, so the second one was making sure both parties are willing. Sometimes one person says yes, so the other person has to stay. So I feel like Ooh. when, you know, you see your partner, you know, let's say like happy and like having fun with someone else and, you know, let's say they want to go home with them or they're vibing and stuff and they're like, yeah, like let's all go home together. You know, the other person's like, oh, I'm not really keen, but like I still want to see my partner happy and, and, and like exploring and like living life. So it's kind of like forced upon. So I can kind of see how that would like work. But yeah, definitely trying to make the other person happy is probably uh, another good thing to do. Yeah, see, I that would probably be, like, my toxic trait. So, if I saw, like, my partner, you know, vibing and, like, getting to know someone and they've got, like, a genuine connection and just, like, seeing them, like, having – just vibing, you know, if they wanted to go home together, like, yeah, I'd probably have, like, a little bit of jealousy. The third one, which was a good one, was unlearning jealousy responses, which society teaches us to experience. Ooh, mm. I like how that person answered that question. Mm. I mean, I think jealousy happens regardless of the type of relationship you're in. I think Mm. if you're a monogamous, there's jealousy. I mean, there's jealousy in polyamory. There's jealousy everywhere. 
Like, I feel like a lot of people think that jealousy is, like, considered, like, a bad thing. It doesn't always have to be. No. Like, I, f- like, find jealousy is, like, a, like, it means that you care about that person. You know, like, you love them and you do anything for them. And it's just a part of a human emotion, which... It's human nature to be jealous. Yeah. Mm. I think when you take jealousy and make it toxic by controlling the other person or making them feel bad unnecessarily, yeah. that's when jealousy becomes bad. So, we'll go through a few more that i that i went through um when i posted the other day so these are some positive ones um so no downsides or struggles yet so this particular person has just started a polyamorous relationship and clearly you know they've discussed boundaries and all those things laid down the rules so lots of like smiley faces which is what we love to hear yes we do oh my god where do i start poly is the hardest thing to do everything will change interesting so clearly haven't had that you know proper conversation or you know boundaries with that partner just quite yet but i mean this they could be quite new to it so that conversation will be had at some stage i'm sure and this is another positive one one sided open and was great to be to be fair i let her see whoever she wanted to and she did lots of lots of love hearts this makes me happy like it makes me happy that people it's uh, working for them. It so. makes me happy that people are out there exploring the different types of relationships that mm. are potentially out there. I mean, like three years ago, like I had no idea what like polyamory was. And then when a friend of mine was like, oh yeah, I'm poly. I was just like, what the f- is poly? Like, is it a board game? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It sounds like a board game. It, honestly, knowing you, you want to play, you play some polyamory? It's like, yeah, cool. Get some cards out. Like, let's go. So <laughs> the you hadn't heard about it till up to about a few years ago mm. and a friend of yours introduced you to it. Yeah. How did they introduce you to it? Oh, he just like told me a little bit about, you know, his like situation and like the agreements that they had going, which I was like, oh, that sounds like super, super cool. Like I'd be totally into that. Um, and yeah, like they're still going strong, which is really good to hear. So love it you have had a little bit of experience in open relationships and polyamorous I wouldn't say recently but a good maybe like eight months ago I met this guy and you know like he was pretty open and we were discussing about you know open relationship kind of stuff where he still wanted to be able to you know go out and do his own thing and go on date and see other girls and you know likewise I still wanted to be able to go on dates and meet people and like experience you know all the other stuff and because he was so new to it jealousy played a massive part in like our relationship and I would always tell him you know if we ever go to a bar and I'm ever talking to someone like like I'm not going to take them home like like we go to the bar together and everything is pre-discussed before we go out and I mean if you meet someone like you come and talk to me and then if I say yes then yeah cool but if it's a no then it's a no so everything was talked about before you did anything Mm -hmm. and how did that end up working out not great so we tried it for a few months and he just couldn't handle having more than one girl at the same time so what do you mean he couldn't handle it (laughs) i mean i know you have multiple personalities and that's already like six girls in one but what did he he just couldn't handle what yeah like i mean whenever you know we'd have our dates his phone would be going off you know the other girl would be messaging him calling him and it'd be would like it would be like quite frustrating for me because i'm like hey we're actually on a date right now or like we're spending like quality time together like Mm -hmm. it's not really your day yet and i think she was kind of trying to 
um, get me out of the situation. At the end of the day, I just said, look, I think it's just better that we just um, kind of go our separate ways and you go back to just doing your thing and I'll just get back to doing mine. What were kind of, what were the advantages of being, not in just that particular relationship, but mm. the other ones that you had previously been in and mm. being, you know, open? Yeah, getting to know the person more and like all having fun together. You're currently not seeing anybody seriously, mm. but you would count yourself as a solo poly person. So you would, you are still a polyamorous person. I would think so. Yeah. Like it's definitely something that I would like to do. So, I mean, Hey, if I could get two boyfriends by the end of 2022, <laughs> two boyfriends is the goal, right? Anyone, any boys out there keen? This um, is a plug for Montana. She'd like two boyfriends. If anyone can handle her, her six personalities and another man, send us a DM. I mean, I'm banned from Tinder. So like, the only <laughs> that's way you actually can- so she's actually i'm banned from tinder why are you banned from tinder because i put a picture up from a photo shoot that i did and it wasn't even bad i mean this girl's posting bikini pics and all over tinder like and apparently the particular photo that i put on um it was explicit content so i got banned and i tried to log in the other day and it said you are like banned for life so look at this racism against blondes right I know. I just thought, oh, surely like a six-month ban will be enough. But no, I'm banned for life. Dating apps? No. <laughs> Not for me. No thanks. So hit me up in the DMs. That's all we have time for today. I hope you enjoyed tuning into Project Slut. Stay safe, stay whorish, and we'll see you soon.